Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. What's up, Happy Tanners? Thank you so much for joining us on episode 135 of the Happy Tans Podcast. Today's episode, we have Brittany Sturgill from BLB Luxury in the Tampa and St. Pete area of Florida. Wow, she's got a great journey. And not in three years, she now has three locations around Tampa with 10 people on her team. She's grown the business from moving during right before COVID to opening the business to getting to where she is today through COVID, through her Instagram, getting hacked and everything in between. She really shares some great insights into how she gets more reviews, how she hires, what she does to set herself apart, how she actually does a lot of manual work to get those reviews. They have almost 650 collectively across three locations, which is amazing, 478 at the time of recording at one location. That is simply amazing. But she shares insights into how she was able to do that. So make sure you listen in. Brittany, you're a wealth of knowledge. Thank you so much for sharing what you've known, what you've learned so far. Obviously, so much more to come. It was such a pleasure to meet you at Slay the Spray of 2022. And we're obviously here to help support you and your website. So thank you so much. You can check our website out, blbluxury.com. It is a great one. Brittany, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. I hope you all learn as much as I did and enjoy it as much as I enjoyed recording it. I hope you have a great day and happy tanning. Today's episode of the Happy Tans podcast is sponsored by the Happy Tans website builder, the first and only website builder created specifically for the sunless tanning industry and other beauty industries as well. That's right. Not only do we help with sunless tanning businesses, we can help with any other beauty entrepreneurs as well. Not only do our websites look beautiful, they are also found online using our top-of-the-line SEO tactics, which help you get found. That's important. It's more important, honestly, than looking good online, but we do both for you. Come check us out. Our websites and our clients constantly rank near the top of the search engines for the services that they offer, whether it's spray tanning, teeth whitening, lashes, waxing, or anything in between. We are here to help you, beauty entrepreneurs, get found online. We have a white glove concierge service where we will completely build out the website for you with as little work as possible from you. We'll have it up and running within a business week or less, depending on how quickly we can get the information. But again, the whole point is to free up your time and allow you to do the thing you enjoy doing more and also the thing that will make you more money. We're here for you. Come check us out at happytans.com forward slash website or go to happytans.com and click the green create your website button today to get started. In addition, the podcast is sponsored by Sinisto, which is a review tool which helps you not only manage your reviews but get more reviews. We have a system built in where you can send out SMS, text messages, emails. There's a QR code as well. You can manage, reply to your reviews, share your reviews, do anything you need to do internally. The tool, Sinisto.com, does all of it. We even have a cool thing where there's an AI reply to where you can reply to your reviews using AI. You don't even have to think about what to say. It'll literally type out a couple paragraphs for you. They sound very genuine, and they're very unique, which Google likes as well. Come check us out at Sinisto, S-Y-N-I-S-T-O.com, to learn more and get started today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. We hope you enjoy this episode, and happy tanning. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Brittany Sturgill from BLB Luxury. How are you doing today, Brittany? I am doing great. It's a great Tuesday and just getting everything running and rolling and went over to my Tampa location, stopped by St. Pete, and then now I'm here. <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We were 
Uh, we were fortunate enough to meet last year, right? Slay the Spray 2022, 20, mm-hmm. uh, hard to believe it's already 2023, almost 24. And then, you know, we connected, we've helped with your website and been uh, fortunate enough to be involved with that. But anyway, I wanted to have you on the podcast. For those that may have not heard of you or know of your business, BLB Luxury, I would love to open the floor for a minute so you could introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you and how you got into this industry. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, uh, obviously, our business name is BLB Luxury. We used to be BLB Spray Tans, but we added in some additional services. Um, so we do offer custom spray tanning. We do teeth whitening. Uh, we offer brows with like tinting, lamination, uh, waxing, and then also permanent makeup. Um, and then we also have infrared bed um, saunas, which are nice. And we're getting ready to add in permanent jewelry. So I'm super excited about that. Um, I moved to Florida uh, about three years ago. And it was from Ohio. I did spray tanning part-time while I worked um, as a finance manager at a car dealership for many years. And I got into spray tanning. Um, My aunt passed away from skin cancer. Mm. So um, I used to be a heavy, heavy tanning bed girl. I hate to admit it. But when you live in Ohio, we don't get much sun. And so that was like clockwork on lunch break. That's where I would go. Yeah. And then after losing her, I, our family and, and me in general really started to dig a lot more into like, what is skin cancer and how does this stuff get caused? And I loved being tan. So I kind of, after doing my research, I was like, okay, well, I'm interested in like learning about spray tanning and maybe I can start to, you know, educate people on like what they should do to protect their skin and, and help prevent from skin cancer. So that's kind of what got me to like put my feet in this, in the water. Yeah. Um, with spray tanning. And then I really fell in love with it. And I quit my corporate job. Um, gosh, I want to say it was November like 17th. And then a couple months later, COVID happened. (laughs) And I was so scared because I'm like, this is not the right time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but I just figured during that time I'll work on like a private label for like aftercare, um, just to still stay busy and kind of get product in front of people if I can't visit them. Um, so that's when we kind of worked on doing like our body wash and, um, our self tanning mousse and the lotion and the powder and all that stuff. And then, um, I moved to Florida in August of 2020 and here I am. And now we have three locations in St. Pete, Tampa, and Sarasota. And it's been a whirlwind. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. What a great area. I've heard really good. I've never been to Tampa. Actually, I've heard really good things. I can imagine anything around there is growing like crazy, oh, <laughs> especially in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Every month there's something coming up and I yeah. just seen posts that they're building this, like the tallest building in Florida in downtown St. Pete. It's oh, God. insane. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. So what, what took you from Ohio to Florida? Um, an ex-boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. So we dated a funny story with that. I met him through finance. So he was a finance manager for crown here in in Florida Mm -hmm. and I worked around in Ohio and I was leaving. They sent him down to cover um, the last week before the next finance person came in. So we met in crossing and um, dated for almost a year. And then he's like, move to Florida. (laughs) (laughs) So I moved to Florida and um, you know, just kind of started, you know, really doing like the groundwork of trying to get the business going and went and dropped off business cards, introduced myself to all the local small businesses and apartment complexes and hotels. Um, and then found a small space and really just kind of like dove right in and, um, we're not together anymore. He actually is my next door neighbor, um, (laughs) even weirder, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, so that's kind of what brought me to Florida. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't know. So I forgot to ask what was, which location was the first? 
Uh, first one was St. Pete. Okay, St. Pete. Okay, very good. So that's a that's a huge transition, corporate to going out, not only moving and then going out on your own. All that stuff sounds like it happened, and then you throw COVID in there. Yeah. So kudos to you for keeping your head up and. And, and kind of grinding through that and knowing that like there's going to be light at the end of the tunnel and what are the things immediately I can do it's like looking at you know I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday look, look at the situation what what things can you control and what can you not the things you can't just throw them out the window for now and think about the other things that are in your control and then do what you can do with that which it sounds like you did that yeah absolutely you gotta do what you can do and just keep pushing forward <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely so now three locations a lot of challenges in that, I'm sure. I'd love to talk about, you know, a couple of moments in your business so far. First, what's been the most challenging moment, which you've probably kind of alluded to part of that. And on the flip side of that, what's been the best moment so far uh, in your business? Yeah, so I would say, uh, I mean, yeah, definitely most challenging moment was starting from scratch and then <laughs> open hitting. Yeah. Um, so that was really challenging because I definitely questioned, you know, my decision making and is this really something that's going to be, you know, financially stable for me? And I've always been very financially stable, very um, just like money organized and everything with that. And so going into something that was rocky is not a Virgo like thing for me. <laughs> I gotta like have plans. Um, so that was definitely challenging, but I think, you know, moving to Florida was my best move and it allowed me to just kind of branch out. And that was scary too, because coming to Florida, I was thinking, well, it's sunshine 24 seven, you know, do people actually spray tan? Like, are they always going to the beach? Um, but when I moved here, believe it or not, especially in the St. Pete area, it's very small business community. Um, a lot of people don't go to the beach as much as people think we do. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that was probably my most challenging. And I would say most gratifying was I never thought I would build a team. I thought it would be just me yeah. as like, I can like rock this train. It'll be, you know, part-time, maybe full-time. But then after maybe five to six months of getting the business going in St. Pete, when my books were filling up and I was working open to close from eight in the morning till nine o'clock at night, sometimes not even taking a lunch break. And I was open seven days a week. And so wow. I was like, okay, I need help. Like I've got a wait list. I know I need help. And I think just giving that, that trust and responsibility in a staff member um, was, was hard enough for me because I'm like, no, you got to do it like this. And yeah. again, the Virgo thing. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, building a team and now knowing that I have three locations, I couldn't have done that by myself. And it took me to trust other people to be able to run, you know, a business and, and do things the way that I like to do them because it works and people love our customer service. Like that's been the most gratifying. Yeah. It's something else when you finally, I remember when I was just doing stuff and then you finally bring somebody in and you're like, well, first off, you're making money without you actually working. And second, yeah. like, oh, they're actually better than me at X, Y, and Z. This is great. <laughs> they're smarter. They work faster, hard, whatever it is. Right. So it's great. But eventually you get to that point where there's something that's holding you back from the next level. In this case, it's your time, right? You can only, there's so much time that Brittany can physically spray <laughs> there without passing out. Um, yeah. You know, so you need that. Then the next lever is you need other people's time and people to join the team, which is great. So that helps get you to to the next lever uh, level. But then obviously there's there's challenges in that as well. I'm sure um, you can say uh, staffing obviously is always a challenge. So how have you gone about finding the right people? Yeah, so staffing has definitely, I will say, it's probably the hardest thing of running a business finding mm -hmm. the right 
school and then going through, you know, when you think you've hired the right person and you're doing your training and now you're dedicating time to training another person, taking time off of you know the, the books and then it doesn't work out or they're not the quite like niche or they just can't get, get it down the way that you want them to get it down. Um, that's been kind of difficult. I will say I, I do have a solid team right now. There's 10 of us. Um, and so we have like four girls in Tampa and I've got uh, five girls in St. Pete and then one girl down in Sarasota and I kind of juggle down there as well. Um, but yeah, staffing is hard. I will say when I've hired my people or how I found them was really through social media Mm -hmm. and actually a couple of my staff are are my clients. So they're people that have been coming to me for a really long time and they just loved like the experience. They love the transition and um, they've been probably my rock stars on the team. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah that's pretty common to find out these people have a, obviously a common interest, right? They're coming to you for the service. It's a great place to look, you know, initially if those people that will fit. Uh, but as most people allude to, it's challenging always to, to do that. Is there anything that you think that you guys do really well to build that culture being that they're separate locations. I'm, I don't know how often you guys physically get all, everybody together. Yeah, that's hard to get everyone scheduled together. But I will say once a month, uh, we do a group outing and gathering. So recently we just did, BLB took over uh, Rare Body Studio, which is a Pilates studio. Oh, so we did a group yeah. outing and we did a Pilates class together. And then afterwards we got like coffee and drinks and stuff. Uh, but that was a lot of fun. And so we try to do once a month, do little gatherings. Every few months, we'll do like a photo shoot together. Um, and then every Monday at 5 p.m., we do a Zoom call meeting. And it's just to kind of, one, um, talk about things we want to work on this week or if we have events coming up or bridal parties, whatever it may be, um, or really just to recognize the staff. I think yeah. that's extremely important when I worked in the corporate world you know I always felt like a number I didn't feel appreciated so um, I always will go through the reviews and I read the reviews out loud to this to the whole entire team so that way one they're getting that recognition and people can also learn from those reviews and you know see well so-and-so did that's why xyz well I need to try that you know so it's just a nice way to keep everybody on the same page and then we use slack um, which is a app that we use for like team building to kind of communicate to one another. Yeah. So I think yeah. yeah, that's a good, good. It's definitely a good platform. We use it internally as well. Good communication tool for you. Uh, speaking of your reviews, you guys have a ton. I think it was like almost 700 reviews total, which is amazing, yeah. um, you know, across the three locations, but even then like it's so hard uh, for, for people to get those. So one thing I was thinking about when you're talking about, you know, the, the smaller business, making it more, you know, the fun atmosphere versus corporate, anybody that's worked corporate, you know, how you're literally a number. They could honestly care, care less about you. I mean, as sad as it sounds, it's it's true in most cases. Uh, I think, you know, one thing that everybody likes to be recognized, no matter for kids or adults, right? So any way you can do that and recognize them and, you know, whatever that is, maybe some kind of thing to get more reviews, or maybe it's just, hey, they did X amount of tens, or this is their first week and look what they did. Look at these, you know, compliments they got. Anything you can do to kind of praise people, they really enjoy it. So that's great. You know, yeah. you guys are able to do that. What, what For the review piece, I mean, how, how have you, <laughs> how have you found that magic? I mean, one of the locations, 478, that's a lot of reviews. So I would yeah. love to, any insights you can give people on how to do that. <laughs> yeah. So I know people say work smarter, not harder. Yeah. Um, but for me, again, the customer service aspect is extremely important. So every single day I personally text the clients. Mm. 
I messaged them. I thanked them for coming in and I let them know, Hey, this is my personal cell phone number. I'm the owner. If you need anything, do not hesitate to reach out. Um, and if they could, I would love for them to leave a review. It'll really help not only my small business, but also help the artist build clientele. And then I attached the review link and that's, and I usually do it same day. If you wait three, four, five days, a lot of times you're not going to get them. So if I can do it like a few hours after they've left the salon, I still have their attention. They just experienced it. It's still fresh in their mind. Um, I would say if I send out, we'll just say 30 a day, I might get 10 of them to do it. And for me, that's, that's a lot. (laughs) I appreciate it. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's how I built it is yeah. I just sent a direct link to the review. It's easy for them to click on. And um, I think that personal touch and even some people say it in some of the reviews, like the owner even reached out to me to make sure it was okay. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's how I did it. Yeah. Showing, showing that you really genuinely care. That's obviously takes a lot of time to do that. So <laughs> it's a, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's something I've like sectioned out in my day. Hey, spend 20 minutes going through the schedule. And some people have been there, you know, repetitive clients. I don't always yeah. got to resend it. But if I can just go through the schedule, we know who's a newbie and I'll send the link out and then it's done. And from there on yeah. out. That's amazing. What, what would you say has been the number one way you all have generated new clients? Um, new clients. I would say one thing that's definitely helped grow in the beginning for sure was I hired some brand ambassadors. Um, so basically they come in for free service. They post tag, put it on their story. Um, and anytime they do that, I've had a lot of people come in like, well, so-and-so came in and I, if she trusts you, I trust you. And so had that. And, um, one day there's a girl, her name's Sydney Adams. She's really popular on TikTok. And I had no idea she was coming in for a spray tan and she recorded her day. And so she recorded the spray tan experience and then posted it. And I'm in the middle of spraying and the phone just all of a sudden it was like, back to back to back to back. I'm like, what's going on? Something, maybe one of our reels went viral. Yeah. Um, and I finally asked somebody like, how did you hear about us? You know, and usually I'll ask that too, but they were like, oh, Sydney Adams posted that she got a spray tan by there and I want to get one. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I would say definitely brand ambassadors yeah. yeah that's a good way to kind of get into without the you know the marketing dollars really you kind of trade mm-hmm. the time or whatever it is right so it's a good way to do it i think a lot of people still overlook the brand ambassador any any city you're in or town there's somebody there that has influence and that's what you need yeah. to find <laughs> exactly that like no trust factor you know yeah. so like I can post, which I haven't done marketing and I'm looking into doing like a Google ad. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of like, for me, if I'm going to go somewhere, I'm going to ask my friend, Hey, like, I know you, would you have any recommendations? Yeah. And that's how I'm going to build it off of, or I look at reviews. If I, no one knows, then like, mm. th- that's how I would do it. So if I'm doing it that way, then that's how I need to be marketing. Very smart. Very smart. Yeah. You got both those bases covered. So you're good on that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, you know, in reference to the Instagram thing, we were chatting a little bit beforehand, you know, you said you lost your initial account. It got hacked. I mean, that was, I mean, you guys have started over. How long has it been since you started back? Two months. Two months. Wow. So a lot of work. You're not the only person the Facebook, Instagram stuff getting hacked. Make sure you lock that stuff down. Two factor, uh-huh. whatever you can do. Two factor, don't click on any links. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Instagram will not be emailing you asking you to verify. Yeah, it's it's like yeah. Um, 
Make sure you look at who it's from. It'll say Instagram, but there's probably more there. The website will say Instagram too. Yeah, but. the URL and pay attention yeah. to all that stuff. Cause you know, when you're just like, especially I think for me, when I, when I make mistakes like that, I am very hard on myself. I'm like clicking the link I knew I shouldn't have. But then I also tell myself like, Brittany, slow down because I'm just doing so many things at one time that if yeah. I was like slowing down and like really reading what I'm doing, mm -hmm. then I probably would have caught it. Yeah. And so it's just like when you're dealing with things like that, especially passwords or verification or anything where it comes to like authorization stuff, like really take your time to read over it and like do your research before you do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, yeah, you, everybody's moving so fast. We just click stuff. We don't think about it. And, you know, lo and behold, somebody else has access to your hard work and now you've got to start yeah. over. So. Yeah, I would say probably like 70% of our clientele book off of Instagram. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So that was scary for me. And now we're starting from scratch. Yeah. Well, glad you got the other one shut down at least so they could stop that. Yeah. Stuff from going on. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, so as you've grown, what, what is it like for you, for Brittany, obviously at one point you're seven days a week, you're literally behind the gun every single day, all the hours. What, how has it changed for you? What's that process been like? The challenges it presents for you? Like you were just saying beforehand, like, I'm actually going to do some marketing now. So like I can actually spend time to do these things. So what's, what's that process been like for you? Yeah. So going from working seven days a week, open to close, I would say I still technically work seven days a week. I'm just not behind the gun. Yeah. Um, and my schedule changes. So a lot of my girls um, are in school. So mm -hmm. when their school schedule changes, my schedule changes. Oh, okay. um, I've been able to kind of like take myself away from being at the salon 24 seven. And I kind of go in, you know, probably five days a week and different hours. Maybe it's like a four or five hour max. But for me now, I just recently a month and a half ago hired a, um, a business coach. And one of the things that I'm like kind of learning is like trying to build together like my culture book and also utilizing like reels more and, um, how you can like work on the marketing stuff. So now that I have like a good group of girls that I know I can like trust to run the salon and have no issues, I can spend time doing the marketing and like working on the other aspects, getting involved in Facebook groups and things like that, doing more pop-up events to be able to bring in more clientele. So yeah, so my next homework on my list is the Google ads. So. Yeah, that's awesome. So you go, you transition from working in the business to on the business, completely different set of challenges. I think it's fun. You know, it's kind of a cool transition to do that. Sometimes you feel like you're not doing anything and then you look and the numbers are in the green. So you're like, all right, we're good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> we're good. Uh, the, uh, you're, you're talking about, um, you know, the, the, the changes there in that, um, you know, now that you're not there as much, you still need to be involved as your, do you have anybody, is there like a manager at each location or how do you handle that? Or is it like you are the, you oversee it right now? <sighs> Well, um, I, I got to a point where, um, and this will just be something I bring up for a lot of other small business owners. Yeah. Um, I will definitely put heavy weight on, sorry, Rocco. Okay. <laughs> um, I will put heavy weight on having like a, a legal document for your business. Yeah. Um, especially for like non-compete and stuff and make sure a lawyer looks over it. Sure. I, I hired someone that I brought on full time and gave her kind of my managerial duties. Yeah. So I step away, take myself off the books. Um, long story short, she was building her own business while employed. Mm. And, and um, so now I'm in the middle of a cease and desist and things like that. 
Um, so that has, after that happened, that was in April, I'm still dealing with it. Um, but, and then they were like taking clients and things like that. So here nor there, um, it's been hard for me to give that position trust again. I'm still working on it. Um, now one thing that I, I have learned and also working with the business coaches, um, is they had said that not to delegate all of your things to one person. So just delegate one little thing to each individual person and it'll be a little bit easier. Plus they won't feel overwhelmed. So I am working on like, I have a staff now that does my trainings. So I don't physically have to go in and like do all the trainings. I have a staff member that's working on SOPs and I have a staff member that's helping me with some of the social media marketing. So, um, so that's been great. So I will say that like, that's very important. Make sure you have those documents. Um, and then also just kind of like outside of that, I'm the one who manages everything else. So yeah. my mom's been kind of stepping in and kind of helping me as my coup. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but other than that, it's just me. I wear all the hats. I answer the phone calls. We don't have a receptionist. So I, I do work a lot and I'm yeah. getting better at, at delegating. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a hard thing. Uh, you know, everybody that creates a business, that initial letting go of your baby, right? Your, your yeah. so-called baby is a challenge and you know that nobody's going to care as much as you do as all the things the same way you do and all that but i think over time you slowly find the right people that you can give that trust to and like you're kind of like piecing it out and you'll see who really runs with it and who struggles with this and maybe it's the actual task maybe it's that they don't have the interest uh, but it's kind of cool i think once you find those people that are your rocks and are there to be there for the long haul yeah yeah it's very important and i yeah. think that that's, an, that's a question you should always ask too, like during like hiring process. Mm. And one of the cool things I thought was nice, I added into my hiring process that I learned from the business coach was they said, not only are you asking for the resume and like asking your interview questions before you do your actual face-to-face interview, but have them submit a one minute video and tell them why they would be good for your business. You can see their personality. You can see yeah, how they act. And that was like a huge thing for me because the first thing I tell to a person is if you can't make me comfortable in an interview, you're not going to make our clients comfortable. That's very true. So that's, that's something I can't teach. Yeah. That's a good piece of advice. It's really, it's really pretty simple ask, right? One minute video, every, all these people probably recording themselves anyway. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, What's next for, for BL? So actually I want to touch on, so you obviously went from the tanning to more services. Do you feel like that was necessary? I was just interviewing somebody the other day that has a, a couple, a few locations out in Oregon that podcast hadn't come out yet, but she went from the tanning to now they have a ton of cert, right? They do all these other things. They do the cryotherapy and everything else. So it's like similar in that they brought in additional services and now they have like five locations. So it's like, she said that was a necessity to get there. So I'm, well, I would be curious what you said, like, could you do this with just tanning or do you feel like you need those accompanying um, services? I feel like I could do this with just tanning, especially in the area that I'm in. Mm, um, because okay. I feel like the demographic within like St. Pete, Tampa Bay area, Clearwater, Sarasota, like it's very much like self-care beauty. Yeah. Um, I was like out in the middle of nowhere. I might need other services, but where I'm at, I feel like I could do it with just tanning, but I did want to branch out because um, I feel like during our slow season, when we do get slow with tanning, I want to have other things that we can offer mm-hmm. or to try and make it a one-stop shop, but not over expand ourselves. I feel like sometimes when businesses have like 
10 to 15 different services that they offer, it becomes way too much. And you're not a professional at your craft anymore. You're just another salon, like spa that offers all these services. But when people go to you, because like you are known for this, you yeah. like crafted it, you've mastered it. That's it. Like, that's where I feel like we've definitely gotten with tanning and teeth whitening. And we're just now dipping our toes into the um, brows and like the infrared sauna bed yeah. and um, the permanent jewelry, which is now becoming pretty big. So um, that's probably where I'll keep my expansion. I won't probably go too much further out of that because sure. I really like being known as like, this is where you go. Sure. That's good. Has, has it been easy to introduce the existing clients to those other services? Yeah. Yeah, it has. Thankfully. Um, I will say, so like with the brows, I just have a brow artist in my scene heat location. Okay. Not in Tampa. So that is something that is new. Tampa is still a new one. We um, opened that a year ago. So we're still like building up there, but we did sign um, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So we do oh, all wow. the leaders. So that's really cool. And that's kind of helped bump up Tampa too. So sure. that's been fun. Um, but yeah, just kind of like dipping your toes in it and, and kind of seeing where it goes. Um, but when we have people come into the new location, I kind of give them a tour yeah. and a lot of people are like, I have no idea that you offered this service. And then they're like, well, I want to book for that. Yeah. So that's kind of how we like expand out into the other services. Yeah. I'm glad you said that Kirsten, the one I was talking about out in Oregon, she said they do, they're big on the tours. If you're new, you're getting a tour and you yeah. get introduced to, you come for one service, but you get introduced to all of it. And then uh -huh. next thing you know, they're coming back for the next one, which is really, really a great idea for anybody that has you know, a space that, that's, that can, you know, kind of accompany that, that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If they can't, another good idea that I do is when I send out my email confirmations, um, I include like all the pre-tanning instructions, but then I also include pre-teeth whitening instructions, pre-brow instructions. So when they see it, they're like, I didn't book for brows. Oh, they offer brows. I didn't right. know. That's and that's idea. just like planting the seed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. When they, then when they need it, they know where to go. Right. I remember <laughs> seeing that from Brittany's email. Yeah. <laughs> Very smart idea. So what's next for BLB? So the Tampa is the newest one you said within a year. Yeah. So Tampa and Sarasota kind of opened up at the same time. Okay. That, that was a challenging moment. Um, we, <laughs> we were in our St. Pete location. They were tearing the building down, selling the building. We had to move. At the same time, I had just signed for Tampa. So now I'm freaking out because St. Pete's my lifeline. Yeah. Um, so we had to find quickly find a new space for St. Pete, which was a temporary one. We're no longer in it. Um, but I was doing that. And then at the same time, I had the opportunity to get a, a small suite down in Sarasota. And so I'm like, do I pass up on this deal? I don't know. And I had someone that could work down there. It's so like, you know what? Let's just do it. And yeah. so literally we opened two location and moved our St. Pete all at the same time. This was all wow. September, October of last year. <laughs> so now I would say um, moving forward is we just moved into the brand new location in St. Pete. Mm -hmm. It's 2000 square feet. It's a standalone building. I would really just like to get up and ramping with the additional services, get those more well-known. Um, we are in holiday season now. So tons of pop-up events, tons of giveaways we'll be doing. And, um, and then adding in permanent jewelry. So that's, I already got a space for it. We're laying it out, laying out everything. So that'll be the next venture for BLB. So I'm excited. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And and for people that aren't, uh, this interview will come out sometime the end of this year, but this people that are in Florida, this is your busy season, right? You're like September -ish, right through, yeah, through, through the winter. Yeah. Through the winter, you get all the snowbirds down there and stuff. Yeah. All the bridles and yeah. homecoming, which is this weekend. And I think on, Wednesday and Thursday, we've got like 60 appointments at both, wow. both days. So it's just, it's insane. <laughs> awesome. 
But yeah. That's awesome. Well, kudos to you, Brittany. What you've built so far, it's going to be great to, to get a watch. You guys continue to grow as a team, individually, all collectively. Uh, the BLB luxury brand. It's going to be really cool to watch that for sure. Uh, thank you for your time. If anybody has any questions or wants to pick your brand, your wealth of knowledge for only three years of owning your business, you've done a lot in those three years, especially considering a couple of years of that was COVID, right? Um, yeah. Although although Florida was probably the best place to be during that. I uh, would like, what, is there a good way for them to reach out to you? Yeah, so they can reach out to me on Instagram, so our new one, um, which is BLB Luxury underscore. Yeah, they can underscore. text me all day long. Um, I check it all the time. Um, you can text us. I check the business line all the time. It's 727-537-0037. I'd be happy to answer or our email, which is just blbluxury at gmo.com. Awesome, Brittany. Thank you so much. The last question I have, I love to ask is if you had to write a letter to yourself and you were just starting out, what would you say? Oh God. Um, well, I, I'll kind of bring the camera to the thing, but this says, remember why you started. Uh, so I would, I would say I had to write a letter to myself. Um, yeah. Remember why you're starting this never give up, um, always instill that kind of motto and, and stay focused and save money save as much money as possible because you never know when something's going to happen and you've got to dig into that savings fund to keep your business going. Or, you know, if you've got to move and now you got to rebuild and invest. Um, so yeah, I, I would just say, keep going and don't, don't ever dim your light. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, you're obviously the finance background, big on the saving. That's a great yes. piece of advice. <laughs> A lot of people get into this and they're like, oh, this money. And then I remember one of my friends, uh, you know, she's been with Happy Tens for a while. This was probably five years ago. Oh, I didn't know that I was going to have to pay 30%-ish back in taxes. And they're like, you know, yeah, they've already spent the money. So know, know what you're getting into. Save your money. I love that. Remember why you started. I think the why can take you much further than anything else. So you keep that top of mind, your aunt and all those other things. So that's, that's beautiful thing. So thank you, Brittany, uh, for your time and sharing your journey. We'll look forward to having you back on for another one, you know, yeah. a couple of years down the road, you'll have, I don't know, 20 locations or something. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Brittany. Happy tanning. Thank you. Have a good day.